back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back inside the huddle, second segment, about another 15, 16 minutes. Uh, A.A. Ron from the uh, text line, yeah, happy Father's says, Day. What's up, Jay? Happy Father's Day. And again, happy Father's Day to everyone out there. And if you want to join in on the show, start your Hammond text line, 402-464-5685, as well as you want to put a face to the voice, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as Allo Channel 951. So appreciate that, A.A. Ron. And again, feel free to chime in as the show goes on. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And what we said, we were going to dive into uh, what's next right now for this uh, Husker football team. They're set 74 days before they play, which it seems like, <coughs> excuse me, um, just yesterday, I think somebody was saying it was 98 days because they put up, uh, you know, a picture of Grant Wistrom. And you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so it's 74 days. They got it on here, 12 hours, 30 minutes, 35 seconds to they go up to Minnesota. But actually, to be honest with you, it's about 67 days because that last week, the hay should be in the barn. And so, uh, time's it. I mean, in theory, it's only two months till you kick off and play a game, not to two months until you report to fall camp. So, as they're going along, you know, what, what I guess fans don't really aren't privy to where you think about it, you know, we just talked about Friday Night Lights. You still got some whether they're official or unofficial visitors, I don't know. The rules change so much. Um, still coming through town. You mm-hmm. still, you'll hear about, you know, from Steve Sippel, all oh, where they had a visitor in, and it'll be like an odd Monday or Tuesday. Well, what happens is is if I'm leaving Notre Dame and I'm driving back to Colorado or wherever I'm from, I'll stop through and see Nebraska. So you, there's no time off for any of these coaches or staff. You know, they might not be out on the road because of NCAA rules, but their road is to the stadium, and, and there's going to still – a ton of activity with potential recruits. Now what doesn't get noticed or written about is what's going on probably, well, not today because today's Sunday, but what happens tomorrow morning, what happens tomorrow like evening as far as their walkthroughs and seven-on-sevens, individual work, and how they're able to progress or should have progressed since spring ball. They are um, well into their summer conditioning. I know they you know, uh, reported officially like a week or two ago. But really, they should have been on it, even though even though they went went home. And so, you know, what's what's really, you know, it's like three hats that the, uh, the well, let's just say the coaches and the, you know, just put them all together, right? The biggest hat that you have to wear is the guys that are down there right now, right? Um, because that's how essentially you can hopefully sleep at night and get paid. You know what I'm saying? All hands on deck for Minnesota. The other hat is. The kids that are going to be potentially in this new recruiting class, your first official one, right? Where you're able to, you know, whole full cycle, right? So is Dion not wearing that first hat? Oh, Dion wearing his cowboy hat. (laughs) Yeah, he's got he's got a twenty gallon cowboy hat, Um, and so then you're recruiting in say twenty four, right? And then you got twenty five, and so you're doing that. Then also, there's a little window of there as far as keep an eye on um, kids that potentially could be in the portal for the December portal to open. I call it the vortex. And the reason why I say there's an interesting story out of Oklahoma, right? And their defense was poor last year, even though Nebraska didn't exploit it, except for the first like drive or two. Um, They had a four-star recruit, a defensive lineman. I think he was from Florida, probably recruited by the previous staff, obviously committed, came in early. Um, 
and Nebraska or not Oklahoma actually hit the transfer portal really hard, right? So he thought he was going to come in from high school. A lot of these kids think I'm going to graduate early from high school. I'm going to be that guy. I ain't got to walk. I'm I'm cool, and so I'm going to show up, go through a little bit of you know mm-hmm. you know winter conditioning, spring ball, and I'm next thing you know you're going to see me starting. Well, here comes some guys that they had obviously got out of the portal or have gotten healthy or gotten a new opportunity, and now he's in the hardest weight program you know, it, or conditioning program that he's ever been in is probably the most mentally taxing as far as football-wise. Now you're going to school, right? And then there's this thing called competition that a lot of these kids have not truly faced to this magnitude, right? So they're used to always, when they say, you know, starting defense, mm-hmm. he knew just natural. It wasn't that he thought he was better than anybody. He'd always walk to the front of the line. Now you're in the back of the line, and now you have to find a way to fight your way up a path that you've never done before. And so this is also what the staff is looking at because, it, you know, he, he, for whatever reason, which is probably the dumbest thing you could do, say that he's eventually going to go in the portal. Well, then why would I play you? Why would I put any time resources in there? You don't want to be here. So then what I got to, I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time on you even because I didn't recruit you fully for two or three years. Then, then you already you you already got one foot out the door and half your your body out of the door, so you're not even all in. And we haven't even got to we we just barely got through spring ball. You do, I mean you don't know if two or three D linemen to become academically ineligible, get in trouble off the field, or get injured or get like nicked up. Mm-hmm. Then next thing you know, I need you to play, and you're thinking about where you potentially could go. You know, six months from now. Um, so I think the, the you know that's also, and then the, then another part of it, re-recruiting your whole team right now which I think is probably one of the most important things and you and it's a different way you have to do it because the conversations you have with potentially grown men which you know older in their career or people that have been here since the you know red alert I call it the red alert change when he came in changing everything the way they do stuff is different than when I'm talking to a potential recruit and being able to juggle that and be effective and authentic in that is is a unique quality that a lot of coaches don't have and so the best way or the best if they do it the best way as far as the coaching staff and they do it you know truthfully um you'll see a better result but as they move forward to that august 31st it is time the pressure you know i always say like this it's like the it's like uh i equate it to when you know there's a lot of space like if you're just walking right right but then as that every step it's a day closer to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the day closer to that game at Harrison. If and I've never and I fortunately the way they worked this in the off season here in Nebraska, I don't think I ever showed up like not prepared. But I've seen guys come in not prepared, and I always look at them. I was like, man, it feels like you ever you ever have somebody walk too close to you in your peripheral. Yeah, that's what I think it feels like when you're not prepared, and that's the pressure. Oh, well, it's right. week zero Thursday right. yeah. too. You, yeah. it's, it's you're it's going the, on a weird day, and it's as the well. anxiety of yeah. of thinking back like, oh. um, you know, did I, you know, did I really give all my all in that February workout? Mm-hmm. Did, was I one of those guys that did just, just enough? And then, you know, I had other things that I thought were important. And especially if it doesn't work out for you in, in fall camp, or if somebody looks like they've put in more work than you, because everybody has an opportunity, right. the same opportunity. There isn't anybody on this team, obviously, even something small where they, you know, weren't giving, you know, guys single numbers. Nobody has any, you're not grandfathered into starting. You're not grandfathered into, we don't have anybody anointed as like all Big Ten first team. So 
you know, there, you know, there's an old saying from not old saying it's new because Nick Saban's still around. You know, the pain of discipline is definitely worth the it, dealing with the you know the pain of regret because the pain of discipline is short term. You know, the pain of regret lasts a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, I never forgot that. Um, and Coach Osborne used to tell us in different ways, but obviously, you know, it, it is true. And so, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know who ex- exercises this discipline, you know both in the, the the players and the roster and the staff, in order to get improvement. Because as much as you you know people want to write about all the, you know they need you know more depth on the offensive line, they need to maybe another tight end. Well, ain't nobody nobody's coming. Yeah, we yeah. need that development yeah, at this yeah, point. Well, at this point, if I'm on the roster and say I'm the fourth team tight end, right. I'm not looking over my shoulder thinking about looking on, you know, on three or waiting for a tweet that's saying, Mm -hmm. here comes Harrison, and he's a five-star recruit that just decided to come to Lincoln, Nebraska, of all places, right? Mm -hmm. You just left Notre Dame as the number one tight end and decided to come here. That's not happening. So what you need to do is focus on what you can do day in and day out, and it's every day too. So even like today, if I'm a young kid, yeah, you could call up, you know, obviously whoever uh, the father figure or if not, you need to be doing something to, to gain an edge. To know, to solidify your spot because it's one thing, which will be interesting too, Harrison. I want your opinion of this. Is uh, coming in the camp. It's it, you know I always say like this: you go through winter conditioning, it's kind of like okay, we, we got through it. We I didn't understand the off season program. Then spring was different. Okay, mm-hmm. we got through that. You bond a little bit. Okay, but that's I see that's like that's play time. That's like a play date. There's no pressure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know what I you're, mean? You're yeah, in the yeah. weight room, but like you you yeah, don't yeah. feel like the hallway, you don't feel that right, pressure. Right. Yet. Now, we're starting to play for keeps. Now as you get closer, the play date has changed. Now you actually mm-hmm. have to go to bed on time. Now we got to make sure that you clean your room and stuff like this. I'm equating to being a father, right? Also, generally Nebraska would a team like Nebraska in a regular year when we're actually significant we would probably start the game or the season at home mm-hmm. right so that means everybody dresses we start our first two games on the road so now it's a whole new type of competition because me and you might be let's say just focus on tight me you might be the number three tight end i might be the number four but i'm either number one or number two on special teams right you probably might have had a better camp than me as far as like you know catches and stuff like that right. and more opportunities but I'm on that plane. Yeah, but I'll be sitting home. You'll be sitting at home. For because, two weeks. For two weeks because they only could take 85. Yep. Right? So maybe I can play tight end. I can play a little bit of fullback. I can play front line on kickoff return or fullback on kickoff return. I am the, you know, well, in this case, you know you'd be on if you were the long snapper. But say I'm the backup long snapper or I, I can play every position on punt team. I'm pretty really good at punt holdup. And to say for you, you just say, hey, you know what? I I don't think I need to do that, right? Right. So that is huge too, because as much as everybody likes to focus on the position that they're playing, you better get real close with Foley and see what he wants and his ex- expectations are, because his role as a special teams coordinator is just as as significant as White and Satterfield. It is because that that's he's so huge in the roster management, and it, it's going to be paramount when they play the first game. Mm-hmm. Because let's just say, let's just play devil's advocate. Just say he decides to keep Jay Foreman or just say that, say say he has affinity for another safety. Okay. 
and he goes up there and 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 say in the locker room, I was like, you know, Harrison's probably just as good or better than him, right? Mm-hmm. Say so you, you know, and, and you see this sometimes, you know, say you're a redshirt sophomore, junior, and you kind of, you know, kind of been I wouldn't say passed over, but looked over, right? And they always are oh, the younger guy. Well, the younger guy goes up there and Dookie's down his pants up there in Minneapolis <laughs> in Dookie Town, right? And makes a couple mistakes. Well, those couple mistakes could cost us that first game. Those couple of mistakes, he could get a swift of the contact smoke up there in Colorado and decide to run the wrong way, and the dude runs right through, right through the way that he's supposed to be. Those are the decisions that could – you know, play out in this in this first, and it could work in well, the we positive. Saw, we saw it in Illinois. Now, oh, yeah. Cam Taylor made it up throughout the rest of the season, but remember that but, first special teams blunder, right? But all the guys that were here mm-hmm. in Lincoln were like where we were watching the game. Yep, you had a few guys on their couch thinking I should be there, mm-hmm. but none of them took the responsibility. Said, you know what? Did I catch enough? You know, punts and 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 really be the punt returner that I needed to be, not just in fall camp, right? Because fall camp should just be an extension of what you did in February. Yeah. Like, if you want to be a really good punt returner, right, or just anything, Mm -hmm. you think you just start working and, you know, you need to be doing this in January. You know, you should be finding ways. You always see the things. I think I I saw Tyreek Hill when they had him punt return when he was younger. And you see a lot of this in the NFL. And you see it sometimes in in college. And I've seen Bill Bush do it with a couple of guys as well. Um, I'm sure Foley does. Where you'll have a returner catch balls until, you know, he'll catch six balls. Right? Those are things you need to be doing day in and day out. And so it's the discipline that these kids need to have in order to be successful. So they are in a – I always equate things because I love the Game of Thrones, right? And so it's like if they were trying to go from one continent to another and they didn't know, right? And they always had these storms and they would come from the supposed gods and all that. So it starts out great, right? They give you a celebration. That's spring, right? And then the other side, getting to, say, Spain is is beautiful, right? You're going south. But in the middle of that ocean – Boy, it's it's a hurricane, <laughs> right? And that's where they're at right now. Yeah. And who can really bat down the hatches and go? Because it is huge to see what they can do um, to really step up. Who's going to be just okay with where they ended the spring or, you know, where they were at spring and, and with the assumption that they were solidified? And then there's somebody's coming out of the shadows. You know, the big thing we'll talk about in short in the next one, and we talked about it on Old School with DP, DP wouldn't give me an answer, but I tell you what they need to do is Chubba Purdy and Hark Harburg. I mean, that's got to – if that's not the biggest story day in and day out, then they're not covering it right. I think the offensive line will be better just by play calling and, and continuity. The defensive line is going to be all based on effort and who gets in the best shape of their life. You get Ty Robinson coming back. Judy should be healthy. Nash should be continue to get mm-hmm. in better shape. And then the young guys, right? And then the defense is kind of like Tony White said, look, you know, I don't need you to go A and B and look good. I just need you to get to C. So I want guys to make plays. That backup quarterback discussion, what we're talking about here in short, is going to be huge because that's going to really set the temperature for the whole program and the team. Not that he's going to play a big role, but who has stepped up throughout what I said from spring, summer, fall workouts. Jay Foreman inside the huddle. Uh, We'll be right back after a short break.